RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? Hello, everyone. Nice to see you. Nice to see you in the chat. My name is Tara Devlin. How's it sounding? How's it looking? Thank you for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the Right Side of History, Decency, Dignity, Democracy, Humanity. I'm, I gotta, I should stand up more, but not tonight. I don't know. I'm feeling tired. I got my hair cut. I don't know. It doesn't really look that good. It's okay. It's shorter, so it's not hanging down like Cousin It. But, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, we meet here every whenever. Um, we generally have our Friday evening show at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Friday, our guest, we're, we're going to have a guest in the at 9.30. The show will start around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. And at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, John Perkins, the author of the classic Confessions of an Economic Hitman, will join us for a discussion on his life as an economic hitman and uh, the state of the world and what, you know, and, and our and transitioning hopefully maybe one day maybe not in our lifetimes probably but transitioning to an economy um not of greed but of decency dignity democracy humanity everything that makes republicans recoil so if you can please yes that thank you thank you for your nice compliments about my hair kathy on the chat <laughs> I, it had to happen. I mean, I, I could feel it. I could feel it, the light. Doesn't it? Isn't it nice when you get a haircut? Your hair, your head just feels lighter, especially when you have long hair. And I need to keep my long hair. I don't really have a face for short hair. So, I guess it's not a face. Is it a face? It's just it's an attitude, right? I I, I guess I if I would have a face for short hair if. I just didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like the, if I had that kind of freedom of not caring. And I think maybe that'll come one day. I think the older you get, the less you care about <laughs> shit like that. And yeah, maybe that's that's true freedom. All right. Well, we'll talk about that another day. So because uh, we have so many other things to talk about tonight and very repugnant and um, living in this in the last days of the American Republic, um, the good news it's still it remains to be good news. So we, we might as well take it while we can get it. Is that that the filthy fascist lying uh, trust fund scumbag born on third base, thinking he hit a triple, but using all his ill-gotten gain, the chicken murdering Tucker calls calls him. Who's who sits atop of uh, a billion chicken corpses? I suppose, um, never thinking. I'm sure, never ever thinking, giving one second of brain thought to all the chickens he's killed. <laughs> you know, no, no sense of anything. You know, the, just a sense of entitlement from head to toe. But also using that privilege that he was born into that he he simply hit the lucky sperm club lottery but using his privilege to 
make the lives of, uh, of working people worse, to divide any, you know, to divide people, to, to divide the country he, be, he pretends to love, to d- attack and destroy the democracy that so many fought, bled, and died for, not him, of course, to, uh, you know, I mean, everything that, it, you, it makes me wonder, as an actual human being with feelings and emotions and empathy and all the, all the things that Mother Nature, all the features that Mother Nature put into us so we can live together and have, a, you know, we can be interdependent and also thrive that way because mother, that's how Mother Nature made us, alone we might be able to survive, but together we thrive, and that is how we were built. So, but Republicans um, into that the the human condition, which is you know, it's, there's nothing to it's not it's indisputable that we are an interdependent species. But into that uh, into that reality, Republicans have tr- they've tried to redefine themselves as some as these well they call it rugged individuals but it really is just another search for the superior moral justification for selfishness so and that's what they are so you know i always think if you're if if that's what you are and that's what you want to be you want to be a selfish prick go go be one but get the fuck out get out Leave us alone. Go to a desert island and be a selfish prick. You don't get the the privilege of living amongst human beings, but this is how they operate, you know, because they want they they want everything, they including our uh, our serenity. You know, that it's nothing to them. We're nothing but hosts from which to suck profit and discard and they play with people's lives like like they're nothing and which also be, is a is a testament to the fact that they are sociopaths right yes and uh thank you haiku on the chat nice to see you little fled crews planned a coup and didn't know where to find it right and there you go there's more tapes coming out about ted cruz well his involvement in the coup because they're all a bunch of traitors and they hate America. They hate democracy. And the fact that here's the other thing. So Tucker Carlson, who is a scum from head to toe, just a filthy, you know, it's like one of these people that if, and I'm not saying, Hey, whatever, if he was never born, let's say, let's live in that, in that dream world. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a nice world, but if somebody like Tucker Carlson was never born, like Trump, w- wouldn't the world have been better off without these people? They bring nothing to the table. What do they add? And on top of it, they're, they, they take. They're nothing but takers. So this is why, you know, everything in a, coming out of a Republican's mouth is either a projection or a confession. They like to call those who are who weren't born on third base who, who thinking they hit a triple those people who might fall on hard times those who you know haven't um come into their trust fund 
in this lifetime. Um, they like to call those people takers. Just it's you know in the Ayn Rand tradition of calling those who who partake in our social safety net as parasites. That's what Ayn Rand. You know, she's she famously called the uh, Medicare recipients parasites, but then, of course, at the end of her life, needed to go on Medicaid or Medicare because when she when her filthy three pack a day um, cigarette smoking habit caught up to her and cancer, you know, that great old capitalist um, uh, healthcare system we have, and Anne Rand found out that. Cancer costs more than books earn. That was her exact quote. So hold on. But these people, you know, the the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. But I just that that's one thing. Um, so there's so many things to talk about. And one of the things I wanted to bring up is, um, you know, of course, Tucker Carlson, thank goodness, He's been, you know, given his marching orders, but he's, you know, it's, we, we can only celebrate for so long because you know he will be back. I don't know in what form, uh, but, it's, but we have to also wonder that, I wonder what the separation agreement from Fox News will, uh, will be because many of these agreements have non-compete clauses where they'll pay him out, but he'll, he will have to agree not to go to what any other network for a period of time and that would be in the in the contract whether it be six months a year or whatnot where he can you know whatever uh sit on his pile of money and come up with ways to destroy the 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 country and the planet further but it is it is telling that he he wasn't even fired for however long, you know, not even 48 hours, and already he's getting job offers from Russian state television, RT, and the the big um, you know the whining from the from uh, Sergey Lavrov says it says it all. You know, Putin lost his one of well his one of his favorite mouthpieces here in the United States of serfs and lords and you know he couldn't have asked for a better um for a better propagandist i mean truck tucker carlson is tokyo rose of our day he is a traitor hold on let me lower this we don't need the really need this tonight but um, just a reminder, Friday. Oh yeah, I already said that. We're gonna have John Perkins on the show. See, I'm losing it here. I just said that like five minutes ago. But why not repeat it? Who cares, right? Might as well. That's a promo. You just keep hitting the promo. All right, all right. So, all right. You know. So, what was I thinking about tonight? You know, I was thinking about what am I gonna call tonight's show? And really, the theme is how. Um, Republicans are, you know, they cry victim. And th- we see right through them, of course, because we're not complete cultists. But I, but one of the things I have to say, so um, I was online, whatever, watching some videos on YouTube, look, you know, just doing research and whatnot about what's, you know, about this situation, what happened uh, at Fox. And 
um, you know, reading the comments, it's always, you're always taking a chance getting it. Because I like to see what some of the dumb dumbs are saying. If you go on a pro Fox or right wing site or YouTube channel, you know, you get a window into their, into their world of uh, a very tiny racist and, uh, you know, uh, vile world. Yes. But sad, sick and all, wait, hold on. I'm losing. Uh, and all the other uh, disjointed adjectives. Okay. But so um, one of the things somebody was saying about uh, that they were, so in the right wing, ring, wing a spear, so sphere, <laughs> I can't talk. They're saying that Tucker was fired because Fox News is part of the deep state now. All right. Just like everything else, like the FBI and all the, the yeah anything that you know what's the deep state they're they're pulling words right out of the ass of the of the very ugly on the inside and somewhat on the outside whatever okay i'm not bullying but uh the very sick let's say sick he's a very sick person steve bannon sick greedy twisted fascist disgusting horrible people that's one of the things that we can all we can take that to the bank that republicans i mean they really are very very not not well they're not well people so one of the things that steve bannon is promoting is that you know the deep state and um and they got tucker the 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 deep state got him but um and, you know, uh, of course, they're, they're full of shit. You know, Republicans are, they're just gaslighting the, the, those stupid enough to continue to fall for it. But, um, and as I was going through the comments, and somebody po- posted, uh, Google Ray Epps, and you'll see just why Tucker was let go because he was exposing the the FBI uh, false flag that happened on January sixth. I and I kid you not, right? This is a thought virus, I guess, that goes on on the right wing. So Ray Epps, for those who aren't, um, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a moron and I don't hang out in a sewer with a bunch of fascists. So I had to really, you know, do a little research, but the, but 60 minutes is doing a piece on Ray Epps. And I think either it aired already or it's airing this weekend. And so Ray Epps, who is Ray Epps? Okay. He is. And he's just a dumb dumb. He's a dumb dumb stupid enough to believe Republican lies that the election, well, to believe Trump's lies. I don't know how stupid you got to be to believe the the, uh, the con man. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And I guess, you know, every show we got to take like five minutes to be like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, why do these people believe or follow this horrible grifter this lifelong grifter with the fake university and the vitamin scam okay putting that to putting that aside but um so ray who is ray epps he's this he's a dumb dumb 
He was part of this fascist, racist organization called the Oath Keepers. And he was there on January 6th. And uh, unfortunately for him, he was recorded, because everybody has a video nowadays, right? Which is why I'm always wondering why Republicans just can't seem to get a video of all the Antifa that are supposedly burning shit cities to the ground, right? But okay, um, because they don't exist, you know, right? But, uh, and there, it's just... It's a Republican lies. So anyway, so who Ray Epps was, um, un, he was recorded saying, we got to go to the Capitol. We're, we're going to go to the Capitol. And in, in, encouraging his fellow dum-dums to go to the Capitol and um, following what Trump said, right? So because this moron got his moron opinions and uh his him him inciting other morons on video the the right wingosphere in their search for to for anybody to take responsibility for their for the coup to deflect blame onto you know because the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility for anything that they do then uh, they needed they they found Ray Epps, and he's just a he's just one dum dum. He is not a rich person. He's a he's just a normal guy, I guess. Normal as far as Trump and Z's can go, of course. But he's not um, a trust fund brat. He's nobody born on third base thinking he hit a triple. He's a powerless, unconnected politically yokel dope dope who is probably who is racist undoubtedly and uh, therefore stupid enough to vote republican and to follow these morons and to watch tucker carlson and to listen to the stupids like perjury trader green and lauren Band from the bowling alley bobert and matt sexual predator gets right i mean that's who he is he's just a stupid, useless idiot. But he became a useless idiot, uh, well, a more useful idiot for Republicans. And, you know, let, let me just play this. Where is it? Uh, Ray Epps. I, I got some video here somewhere. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on, everybody. Oh, fuck. Do I have it? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here's just some... I think this is the clip. It's a clip from um, the 60 Minutes episode about Ray Epps. Wait. Ah, come on, Ecam. Work with me. It was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th. The theory, Epps, a former member of the Oath Keepers, was an FBI informant who incited the crowd on January 6th bubbled up from a right-wing news site called Revolver News, run by a former Trump speechwriter. He's the smoking gun attack. of the entire Fed's erection. And landed Fed's on Fox erection. News primetime. According to a new investigation from Revolver, Epps may have led the breach team that first entered the Capitol on January 6th. The convoluted conspiracy theory made its way to Capitol Hill. It's not the Proud Boys who engage in the initial breach it's Ray Epps at that precise oh, wow. moment. How did Ray Epps know that there were going to be pipe bombs? Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? Unreal. 
That Who's question Ray has animated now, Fox News host Tucker Carlson for nearly two years. Uh, let me just say, this Ray Epps is a, is a citizen. He's just some dude. And there go the Republicans from the halls of power to the halls of the fascist propaganda outlet, Fox News, attacking this private citizen uh, over and over and over. And he's got no means to fight back. What is he going to do against these billionaires? You know, so of course, he, the billionaires unleashed the mob of mega morons on this, this useless idiot. And they have disrupted and uprooted his entire life. But that's, he's just one dumbass in the, in the, uh, you know, in a list of dumbasses. But they, they do this all the time. Republicans. They attack private citizens. We've seen this before with Trump. He's done it, you know, he does it all the time. And I remember in the beginning of the, the maladministration of his, that he, you know, when he first squatted in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, he was attacking private citizens on Twitter. The, the so-called president of the United States, the most powerful man on earth, attacking private citizens just normal people like the um the the two women who were doing their civic duty and um you know overseeing elections in georgia their their uh, lady ruby i believe her name is and um her her daughter and you know they attack these average normal people uh, proving yet again how much how evil they are how much they hate america they are they're nothing but bullies and that's all they have they have i mean look at look at all of their policies look at their actions throughout the country their budget is a is a uh, statement of who's going to be bullied you know they never they never bully um, those in power. These they are the typical kiss up, kick down cowards, Republicans. They that's who they are. They're horrible people. They are. I mean, they're really. Oh, if somebody on the chat could could say you know point me in a different direction to say no, they're not horrible. Here's an example of them being decent. I would like to know it. Because for, uh, for, for as, uh, as far as Ray Epps is concerned, he's now lamenting and crying to 60 Minutes about how he's been attacked and bullied. But what, that's what it took, you see. Now he regrets his involvement with the traitor being at, at uh, January 6th and uh, all the things that he did that day. Uh, but he still says things like, the election was a mess. The, and I, as I watched the 60 Minutes interview, I was like, you know, they never, the, the, um, the pundit who was interviewing Ray Epps, they didn't stop him or correct him. They're like, he's like, yeah, it was my duty. The election was, uh, you know, there were a lot of problems in the election. There weren't a lot of problems in the election. The only problem that went on in the election was that Republicans were saying falsely that it was stolen. That's the, and that's the problem with the election. So 
you know, Ray Epps believed the con man, you know, the one who had sold the fake university the, as, a, as an outright grift. I mean, as documents, the, under oath, the court documents, the executives of so-called Trump University said that Trump University was created as a scam. Okay, that's what they say under oath. Uh, that's the, 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 uh, you know, that's your leader. That's your Fuhrer, the one who creates the fake university scam, the fake vitamin scam, and all other, you know, all kinds of multi-level marketing scams, all kinds of scams, you know, inflating the value of, of his property when he needs a loan and then deflating it when it comes time to paying his taxes, so, you know, just oh, when it comes time to paying taxes, he's he just declares loss after loss after loss until we end up paying him. And that's what that's how he survived. That's what he did his entire life. He is uh, a con man a, uh, a, in, of epic proportions. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing we could say, he is a prolific and rather successful con man. He's probably the most successful con man that's ever walked the planet since he was able to con himself into the executive office and he still has dumbasses following him and and believing him. So but that's that is a pathology that I don't know. Um it can't be explained. It's pretty pathetic. And maybe one day, you know, uh, f- generation, future generations will have the technology to unpack it. But um, I do know, uh, but and we can take this to the bank, unlike Trump's all his uh, laundry list of fake businesses. But uh, future generations will, n- uh, they're not going to look kindly on the Republican Party. Uh, they're not going to look back at Fox News and Perjury Trader Green and all of that, Ray Epps and the rest of the, the cast of characters that Bannon, uh, Bobert, Matt Getz, Ted Cruz, all the traders that just keep flying out of the woodwork, that they're not going to fare well in history's spotlight. But believe me, as Trump would say, believe me. But yeah, um, you know, to to think of this this dum dum, this Ray Epps character who is just a citizen, you know, and that goes to show you who Republicans really are, how evil they are, and if they could kick down on Ray Epps, you know, it it just says that. They have they have no attachment to the people who cheer them. They have no respect for these people. They hate them. And how I, I say it all the time. They hate. See, the Republicans hate their supporters more than, you know, Democrats hate them. That's the truth. Because Democrats aren't trying to have a mob uh, incite violence against them. Democrats aren't taking useless idiots and, and plucking them out of the crowd and using them as scapegoats to advance their nefarious uh, uh, anti-American, anti-democratic agenda. 
Democrats aren't trying to get you know these people killed. You know, they're this these are the supporters. These are the Trump supporters. So it doesn't matter whether you support them or not. Republicans hate their supporters. They count on the stupidity of their supporters to continue to vote for them. That's for sure. They hate their supporters because what do, what do they have for their supporters? They don't have anything that that is going to help the their lives, right? They don't give them health care or or fight for their health care. They don't fight for living wages. They don't fight for their retirement security or decent lives, decent middle class lives. They don't protect their communities from uh, you know some corporation dumping poison into their environments. No, they don't. The, all they give them is some some other segment of society to hate. They give them another, they give them scapegoats to focus their manias on. They tickle their racist funny bones. They activate them. They make them angry. I mean, how do you do? How do you say that you support the that you're working for the people? You supposedly that supposedly support. Well, no, no, that you supposedly support, right? That you're working for your supporters. How do you say that when what you're doing is disrupting their lives? I mean, Ray Epps, even of course, you know, he's the scapegoat, but all the other morons who are targeting him, their their lives are disrupted too. They don't see Republicans rob the American people of everything from their democracy to their downright, just their serenity. You know, they don't leave people alone to live in peace. And isn't that the point of government? Right. So we fought the founders fought a revolution. Many others wore the uniform of this country, supposedly to keep democracy going, right? So we could live in peace and be left the fuck alone. What is freedom? You know, leave us alone. So, and, and if you want to serve in government, the, the point of government is to ensure the, the infrastructure of democracy and freedom. So we can all go about our business unmolested by these fascist bastards infiltrating the tiny minds of their supporters with lies, just peppering the dumbasses with lies and then setting them loose, loose into the society. So you tell me that they, that they love this country, that they are working for the American people, you know, people like Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz is a traitor and we have it on tape now. We always knew he was a traitor. He was one of the 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 insurrectionists who uh, stood up and and questioned the election. And th- under the guise that people are questioning the election, they're only questioning it because Fox News is spreading lies. It's the it's the self fulfilling mania machine that that Fox News is unleashing. And this is you know th- it's. It's uh, alarming because this is how democracies die. That's why Putin is very upset 
and the Russian propaganda outlets are are upset. They want they they have already offered Tucker a job, but the Sir Sir what's his name Sergey Lavrov, the Russian ambassador, went on wherever he was speaking at the UN, saying how uh, how terrible it is that Tucker is is you know is gone because that just shows you that. You know, freedom of speech is is uh, on the uh, in trouble here in America. No, they're just upset that their favorite puppet, their their Tokyo Rose, got canned. But anyway, let's just continue with uh, this video from 60 Minutes. Ray Epps, he's on video several times encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol. Carlson has focused on Epps more than 20 times on his top-rated show, a half dozen times so far this year. He's obsessed with me. He's going to any means possible to destroy my life. It's terrible. And he our lives. Su- I mean, Why? he really, he should, if there, uh, if there's some... Uh, you know, high-powered attorney or whatever that wants to take a case pro bono, they should take this case. You know, one thing I have to say that is encouraging as well is, and I'm not sure if you heard this, that um, Tucker Carlson, uh, not Tucker Carlson, Hunter Biden, say Tucker Carlson, Hunter, I'm thinking of how Tucker Carlson uh, reached out to Hunter Biden and told him what a great guy he was. And uh, can you write a letter of recommendation for my my brat Buckley, Buckley Carlson? And what a great guy! We got to have dinner again and blah blah. You know that's because they're this is who they are. You know every that's Tucker Carlson in a nutshell. He is operating in a different world. That the whole thing is a game to him. So. You shouldn't, eh, no harm, no foul. This is how the game is played. If I have to tell the my my dumbass audience that Hunter Biden is, uh, you know, hanging around uh, with prostitutes and human trafficking, oh, well, you know, that's just how you play the game, right? But And then you turn around and ask him for a letter of recommendation and say, well, yeah, we got to have dinner soon. I really appreciate it. I love you. I love you, my dude, and all this other shit that he said in the letter. You know, that's, the, Tucker is a filthy, disgusting sociopath. I, who acts like that besides somebody who's a sociopath? Who is born into wealth like that and doesn't give a shit? about the country he he pretends to love that he prostitutes i mean he really is he's like a pimp prostituting lady liberties like get out there and uh, get the get the dumbasses you know show some leg and we'll get the dumbasses to to i don't know uh you know destroy america once and for all i mean this this is who these people are you know they have they well they have no integrity because it's all about the unholy dollar for them. It doesn't matter how many zeros they have on their bank account already. America is a transactional to them. They don't, because no matter what system of government, they I mean, obviously they will fare better in an, in an autocracy. So, you know, democracy is very pesky. That, that They don't want to give anybody a seat at the table that wasn't born on third base. Thinking they hit a triple? They, you know, who wants to consider the dumb yokels? Who wants to pay living wages or, or 
or uh, think about the environment when you can save a buck by dumping your shit into our public commons. So anyway, that's who uh, Tucker Carlson is. He's, he's full of shit. We know that he's a phony. He's a two-faced. He's the same one that we got the, um, the his texts and, and emails saying how much he loathes Trump and then not more than five days later did this obsequious, saccharine, lickspittle, ass-licking interview of the most disgusting, lowest IQ, stupidest moron to ever grift his way into power. Trump, of course. So, but anyway, so Hunter Biden, just bringing him up, um, because uh, he's fighting back, too. So, like, Ray Epps should, if he could, you know, get somebody to help him pro bono, should sue Tucker and all uh, and Fox News, you know, get in line. But Hunter Biden is is fighting back with, um, with you know, he bought he not bought, I guess he hired. I guess that's how you put it. Some high powered lawyers and they're going after perjury trader green and uh and they and th- those who are attacking him and i i think that's a great idea he sh- he needs to do that Be- and because i'm a big proponent and you guys know of not letting fascist stink bombs sit in the middle of the floor un unchallenged because all they do is stink up the place. People think that, oh well, you know, don't even give it any attention. It'll er, those people will figure out who, what's right and what's wrong. No, they won't. You need to challenge every lie. You need to push back on every ridiculous statement. You can't let it out there unchallenged. It really is. So. Uh, uh, from the Washington Post, I'll get back to Ray Epps for in a second. Um, Hunter Biden, uh, this is from the Washington Post. Hunter Biden, Biden's lawyer seeks ethics probe of Marjorie Taylor Greene for verbal abuses. Yes, good, good. It's about time. That bitch needs to be shut down. That kook. Kooky QAnon Jewish space laser racist filthy Nazi needs to get uh, the long arm of the law, you know, uh, smack her across the face, legally and peacefully. So uh, a lawyer for Hunter Biden called Monday for a congressional ethics investigation into the behavior of perjury trader green alleging that she has repeatedly directed unmoored verbal abuses at the president's son including false accusations of human trafficking and converting with prostitutes representative green's unethical conduct arises from her continuous verbal attacks defamatory statements publication of personal photos and data and promotion of conspiracy theories about and against Robert Hunter Biden, said lawyer Abby Lowell, who wrote uh, a letter to the Office of Congressional Ethics. And if that's not a violation of ethics, what is? You know, you're talking about a member of Congress attacking a private citizen unbased, with unbased lies. And what, she's ta- what they um, are talking, what Perjury Trader Green is talking about, he's saying that she's 
that Hunter Biden is um, cavorting with prostitutes and human trafficking. She posted a picture of Hunter Biden in, in, in Joe Biden's convertible with two young girls. One was his niece and the other her cousin. And he was driving them somewhere. So there was a picture in Persia Trader Green posted this picture and said, here's Hunter Biden on crack, human trafficking uh, young prostitutes. And not only is she attacking Hunter Biden with the this filth that comes out of her stinking, disgusting excuse for her mind and a mouth, but she... She's attacking these these young women who are they're, they're just young kids. They're teenagers who are going about their lives and they need to be bullied by a member of Congress. Really? That's how they are, though. You see, they there are there's no low too low. So there needs to be repercussions. How how can we allow this to go on how could we allow her to get away with this we can't because who's next then it's hunter biden it's ray epps it's who who else is next because there are no there's there's you're nobody's safe when it comes to republican seeking power that's for sure they throw their own mothers over the bus i mean they will under the bus they'll throw their own and we know that they throw their wives, their daughters, their uh, their spouses, their own dignity under the bus. And we know that. Look at Ted Cruz, who Trump called his wife ugly in front of the world. And there's Ted Cruz in the middle of a coup. Not a, after saying that Trump's a narcissist, he's a liar, he's a sociopath, he can't tell a can't tell a truth, he wouldn't know what to do. He he throws a tantrum when he hears the truth. All of this is true. But still there goes Trump. I mean, there goes Cruz supporting Trump in spite of it. You know, and I always wonder about Heidi Cruz. You know, after um, Ted Cruz genuflex to the man who called her ugly in front of the world, he crawls into bed with Heidi Cruz, and she's just like, this is cool, dude, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. How much do these people sell their souls to, to the grift, to power, to greed? I mean, they, they, the, the thing is though, if we live, sometimes I think if, if, you know, the old saying, it's not this saying, I mean, it came from world war two. The, the only way evil triumphs is when good people do nothing. Right. And are there any good people in the Republican party? Because we didn't have to, it didn't have to get to this point. It didn't have to go. We didn't have. We wouldn't be fighting a fascist coup at this moment if there were good people in the Republican Party. But the good people in the Republican Party have been drummed out of the party already. Those people, if there were any good, I mean, there were the minority clearly, but they're gone. So, I mean, there are no good people to stop this crazy train. Because they're all aboard 
all aboard the damn crazy train and they're going for broke. Just like that's why they look to uh, to Victor Orban hungry. They look the, to the illiberal democracies as a as a um, um, a model. You know, that's what they want to do. That's what they're doing here. And Hunter, Bi- I mean, uh, Tuck- Tucker Carlson is, uh, you know, he was helping them. And of course he was, you know. I mean, he was clearly all in for Putin. And this is why you have the Republican Party. You know, when uh, the Ukrainian people are fighting the, uh, you know, a... Uh, an authoritarian takeover of their fledgling democracy, who do the Republicans side with? Many of them openly, they're siding with Putin, which is a disgrace. It's an absolute effing disgrace. But, um, yeah, we even have Ted Cruz. What was he saying? Do I have this? Ted, let's see. I hate Ted Cruz because you know what Ted Cruz does? This is what they all do now. They all have podcasts, you see, because they need that narcissistic supply. It's all about money and power to them, and they need their platforms to, to lie, and they like to sit there and uh, and soak in all the the attention. Let's see, Ted Cruz... Because I had him on tape talking about Ukraine. Maybe I don't have it. But he was saying that the... Here it is. Oh, I hate him. For the Democrats, this has become a virtue signal. For the Democrats, they wear a Ukrainian flag. Zelensky has become... I think People Magazine is going to name him the sexiest man alive. They're in love with Unbelievable. him. Unbelievable. And it's become a way... It, a Ukrainian flag has become like a COVID mask. It's a sign to show your virtue. Yeah. Your virtue? What's your virtue? That you're not a Putin puppet? That you're for democracy? I mean, I don't understand the stance of these people. A Ukrainian flag is like a COVID mask. It shows your virtue? Well, I guess you're right. A, a a mask wearing a mask during the pandemic um is kind of like a patriotic duty that it's virtue signals that you don't you know you, that you're willing to do the the smallest simplest thing to maybe prevent another american from dying from this deadly disease you know it's the simplest stupidest thing you that you could do no one's asking you to storm the beaches of normandy it was just put a piece of cloth on your face and maybe somebody doesn't have to die that's virtue signaling yeah okay proudly then and wearing a ukrainian flag that's also virtue see what are republicans signaling with their with their love of putin They're signaling that they hate America, that they are anti-democracy. And look, let's not let's not be gaslit. Let's believe our lion eyes. These people are they are trying to destroy democracy. We're witnessing it. And democracies need to be 
cultivated and cherished and they need to be protected. But Republicans are, they're coming full tilt boogie for it. And in fact, let me, let me play this one thing that really irritated me. This was a couple of days ago. And this is part of the problem. Part of the problem, and I think is it's almost like human beings, we can't help it. We will normalize anything. And this is, it really is true. It's part of our, I guess, survival mechanism. And if you, if you are a student of history like I am, you, and you study the rise of the Third Reich, let's say, you see, and the things that the you would think that who would stand for such laws, but it it happened and people normalize it like the laws, the Nuremberg laws, and that uh, that for example they wouldn't allow Jewish people to own bicycles or cars or pets or radios. Who would? Uh, by that point, of course, it was too late. Many of the Jews couldn't escape if they wanted to. But, you know, other, it just became normal. A normal part of society was that one day, maybe you'll wake up and your next door neighbor would be gone. And you just go about your business. So, um, as far as uh, I see, I do see it happening in this country. Now, one of the things like we talk about is that it's a good thing that the corporate media, on one hand, many in the corporate media are calling the fascists out for what they are. They call them fascists. They, they say, you know, this is a dangerous time and the, and we should be, um, you know, on, uh, on alert, uh, because of Republicans, there was, there was really only one, um, pro democracy party in this country. But then what really frustrates me is that the same corporate media from they'll go from a story about how Trump is a danger to democracy and they'll go right into like a poll. Right. You know how that drives me insane. Up in the polls, down in the polls. Now they're they're already starting with the polls. It's. You know, it's not even, is it, it's not even, we, we're like 16 months out for the election. It's, uh, and we're already, the polls, the polls, 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 is Biden too old, is Biden too blah, 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 you know. And um, the the polls say that the Republican, a, a, a generic Republican would beat Biden, and why is Biden's rating so low, and whatnot. It's and but the, in one breath they'll talk about how Fox News spreads lies and these silos of information that half the country is is uh, you know down this the rabbit hole of uh, propaganda and then in the next breath they'll talk about a fucking poll that you're polling these same ignorant people about what the, what their opinions are and you know biden is biden too well they well why don't you shut the fuck up about it and maybe people will you know do some other stories about the things that matter in this country and stop um uh asking low information ignorant voters 
who who already are, you know, some of them think the fucking election was stolen, that, you know, why are you, why are you polling their ignorance? It's so incredibly annoying. So, I mean, and that is putting it mildly. But, you know, as far as the corporate media, so what? this is what they'll do. They'll, they'll say, oh, this is dangerous, and blah, 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 Trump is a danger, the big lie is a danger. Republicans are not just, you know, they're not just uh, big lying all over the place. Then they're passing bills against targeted minority groups, specifically trans people. And they are coming after women, you know, taking away women's rights. And this is fascist. I mean, this is all the things that they say. And then they got to go check in with the Trump anzies. So here's MSNBC. Go, they went to Staten Island. Let's talk to some Trump and fucking Z's. Now. Von Hilliard is in the Trump stronghold, Staten Island, New York, talking to voters there. What are you hearing, Vaughn? Who cares? Chris, who cares what you're hearing from these morons? Really? Why don't you go and educate them? Instead, I mean, this is a Trump stronghold. The same Trump you just told us is spreading the big lie. The same Trump who is an authoritarian wannabe dictator. That one, the one with the coup, right? That's the one you want to, that's the Trump stronghold. I don't get this. I don't get this normalizing the, the fascist coup. Because that's what they're doing. Because when you go to this Trump stronghold and you interview people as if Trump is just some other candidate that somebody might pick, you're, you're normalizing him. You're saying that the big lie and the, all of the, the election uh, denial bullshit, all of the trying to overthrow a legally elected president that the that we keep finding out more how uh, just how deep the coup really went it wasn't just the it wasn't just the blood the bloody uh January 6th then they had the coup they tried to overthrow it th- via bureaucracy you know that's what that's what Ted Cruz tried to do let's set up a commission now, you know of course our, a commission wink wink We'll put the people in the commission and then they'll just rule that, you know, Trump won. You see, this is what they did. This is we have Trump on tape. I mean, uh, Ted Cruz on tape. And we also have Trump on tape. But go to the Trump stronghold and ask these people who are what Fox News victims, you know, the same Fox News that we just heard from the Dominion lawsuit that under oath they all admitted lying to the fucking morons, lying to the victim slash viewers. So that's, that's uh, the Trump stronghold. Let's talk to them about their feelings, what they think. Why don't you go there and educate them? Use this whatever, however many minutes and do another segment on how how dangerous it is to continue to have this big lie why don't you do a a story about how you know uh hitler 
first tried the beer hall putsch, just like the January 6th putsch. How they they tried the violent insurrection. Well, that didn't work. And now they did. Then they went and they overthrew democracy legally and peacefully. And and here's um you know not not necessarily peacefully, but. Here's Republicans all over the country, how they're limiting people's right to vote, how they're trying, how their only election strategy is to kick Democrats off the voting rolls. We have them on tape talking about it. So, I, I mean, this is insanity. They go to, let's go to Trump's stronghold and get the opinion of the of the Fox News victims, right? I mean, this is what they're basically saying. Folks that we've talked to here over the last couple hours are very much reflective of these new NBC News polls here nationally. When you're talking about this potential Donald Trump versus Joe Biden matchup, it's much like the fact of having the Dodgers and the Astros go head to head, the most likely to get to the World Series and yet unfavorable by the large, greater national uh, majority. But when you go to their divisions, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, right now, they are the two front runners, clearly. And when you look nationally at the numbers, you've got 70% of Americans saying they don't want Joe Biden to run. 50% of Democrats say they don't want Joe Biden to run. Who cares? Nobody's interviewed me. I don't understand. No, they don't want Joe Biden. Who's going to run? Who? You got a name? Let's go for it. Uh, Oh, you know, we don't got a name. Well, then it's going to be Biden. Okay, move on. Next. Who cares? I don't care. I don't care. I I don't want a fascist. I don't care, the Democrat. Oh, they don't want Biden to... Why? Who cares? Oh, he's too old. Well, Trump is only two years fucking younger. And he's a lot... In a lot worse shape. He looks like shit. So, you know... I, 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 can we stop with this stupid mental masturbation? This corporate media circle jerk of Biden's tool? I mean, this is, didn't we just go through this in the midterms? Or am I having deja vu all over again? Because that's what it feels like to me. He, Biden's too old and they think this and the polls and the polls and the polls and the polls. And then on the Republican side, you've got 60% of Americans saying they don't want Donald Trump to run. And for both of these men, age... How many times are we going to have to hear this? Right? I mean, and I'm saying it, it's going to happen again and again and again and again. This is going to be the the story over and over. NBC polls. A poll said this. They don't like him. It's a little... He's old. He's this. He's that. I don't give a shit. He's old. Who? If if there's anybody else, you got somebody else in mind? No. Okay. Next, let's do a story on how Republicans are a danger to democracy. How they're all over in the state houses and wherever they are in the majority, they use their super majorities to ensure that Democrats are silenced, they can't speak, they they are taking women's rights away, they're take they're trying to ensure that students can't vote. 
wherever the Republicans have their filthy fascist clutches around the neck of power, they're squeezing the life out of democracy. Let's do a few stories on that. Oh, my God. It's a major factor as to why, but when it comes down to it, the folks end up going to their corners. Take a listen to some of the folks we talked to. I'm registered Republican. Well, who would you like, Donald Trump or? Uh, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Ron DeSantis. Why not Trump? Why? 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 You know why? Because the fucking corporate media. This, you think this guy is some kind of political scholar? He's a political science major? He's a Trump band Z. He's a Fox News victim. I lived on Staten Island. I was raised on Staten Island. I know Staten Island. I know these people. I don't know him personally, but he he reminds me of every other Staten Islander. They're tediously insular. And it's, you know, they're dumb. They're fucking Republicans, half of them. Not everybody, of course. I live there, and so do some people I still know that live there and are normal. But, you know, the, the problem with Staten Island is that they're racist. Okay? I live there. I know this for a fact. For example, I can tell you stories. I let, let me just tell you this one story to kind of sum up where, what we're talking about. I live in Queens, you know, the most culturally diverse borough in the well in new york of course but the most culturally diverse neighborhood in the entire country according to the census is in queens it used to be astoria i don't know if it's still astoria it might be jackson heights i'm not quite sure but uh, that's what you know they call it the world's borough for a reason and so uh, i was on staten island one day visiting a friend and we were talking, you know, drinking coffee, sitting in the kitchen, blah, 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 chewing the fat. And her husband came in and her husband's just some dumbass, non-political Staten Islander, a yokel. He, he's a carpenter, you know, just a regular Joe. And he walks in and he said, uh, where are you living now? And I said, oh, I'm in Queens. And he said... I'm not going to say the full word. He said, oh, yeah, a lot of, lot of N-words out there, right? And I was like, what? I said to him, what? What are you? And I, I looked at my friend. I'm like, this is how he talks? See, he thought, because I'm white, and, you know, that's, he, that's how he talks. That's regular conversation. And I'm not talking about a million years ago. Not my father's generation. I'm talking about a, uh, you know, not an old man, just a, some dude in his 40s. That's how he talks. You know, this is how he thinks. I mean, to me, it's like you say that word and it is, it's like, you know, uh, it's disgusting. I wouldn't say that word. It's gross. And he just let it roll right off his tongue. It was shocking, frankly. A lot of N-words out there, right? As if, like, that's... 
some that's just like a normal conversation like i was just gonna say yeah you know it's uh diverse it's a uh, culturally diverse i was just like uh-huh what and then my friend just laughed it off but that's what i'm talking about that's staten island for you because you gotta know that this person where whoever he hangs out with his friends his work his co-workers this is how they talk to each other because they're they're not educated they they have been i don't know raised in a very insular way and it's like you're going back in time there it really is uh i don't know so that's what he reminds me of and you can look at him and i'm making a snap judgment but uh, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the N word was a regular part of his vocabulary, and yeah. So there you go. I don't know. Tired of him. Tired of him. Yeah, you know, it's enough already. I don't want to curse. Sorry. <laughs> I voted for him last time, but but he lost. Time, so you want to say yeah, it. for him last time? Of course you did. Younger guy. You're a registered Democrat, so right. unlikely to vote for Trump. I'm not sure because I don't like Biden's age. See? See? There's, this is a guy who looks like he's right from The Simpsons. I'm not sure. I don't like, I'm a registered Democrat, but I don't like Biden's age. Well, where are you getting this from? You don't like his age. Well, what's the alternative? Okay, I don't give a shit if he's a fucking crypt keeper. Yeah, I don't like his age. I don't like having my rights stripped as a woman. I don't like the attacks on trans people. I don't like book banning. I don't like assaults on democracy. I don't like more money for the top. And I don't like social safety nets cut and cut and cut. I don't like climate change and doing nothing about it. I don't like living in the goddamn 1800 uh, rules that the Republicans actually are fighting about. That's what they want. They, you know, I, I, they, they, they like the, you know, the, the uh, Comstock Act or Comstock, whatever, Act from 1870, whatever. This is what they want. <sighs> Unreal. I don't like, I don't like his age. I don't give a shit. His age. You, you, it's not about him, you dummy. It's like, it's not about him. It's about who he will put in positions of power, what judges will be on the bench, what, who's in the cabinet. It says, does he have a cabinet of, uh, you know, uh, octogenarians? No. It's unreal. I don't like his age. Well, what about... Well, Trump is less... Like I said, he's two years younger than than Biden, but we got to hear about his age, his age, his age. What about Trump's age? He's not... He's no fucking spring chicken, and he's a fascist. So, you see what I'm saying? I can't take it. Make you more likely to vote for Donald Trump if you were facing him? Donald Trump, I don't like his age, so let's all just wipe our ass with democracy. Let's forget about the coup. You know, I, I, I don't care. Biden's old, but did he incite a coup against democracy? 
what i mean come on and then the way that these um you know reporters or whatever that they have to they talk to these people as if they have something to say as if this is somehow imparting wisdom on the rest of us like this is so interesting to us we need to know what's on the freaking finger on the pulse of the dude in the fucking ferry terminal Joe Biden is looking to announce his re-election yes, this week. Of course, right? Yes, we're him, all informed, right? Him or Donald Trump? Oh, I, I wouldn't vote for an old man. He's too old. No. Joe Biden is too old. Yes. What about Trump? What about him? Would you vote for Donald Trump? Yes. Yes, I would. Now that I think about it. Oh yes. Now that you think about it, sure. Now that oh, as if he wasn't already thinking, as if he isn't a Trump and Z. You see, that was one of those. I'm a, I used to be a Democrat, but bullshit, bullshit. Now that I think about it. Yeah, Trump, let me see. Let, 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 let's see. Let me see. How old is Trump? Old is Trump? 76. Trump and Biden, 78. How old is Biden? 80. Oh, shit. Six, seven, yeah. Well, he's a few years older. He's already 80? Okay, I don't give a shit. Prop him up. Weekend at Bernie's. I don't care. He's got a vice president. He has a cabinet. I don't care. He's got a hand. His hand works. He can still sign bills. So, but still, Trump is old. Who cares? I don't like his age. Wow, wouldn't it be funny if Trump just croaked? I mean, legally and peacefully. This is a weird variable at play here, Chris, is that you're dealing with an electorate that was looking for somebody younger, yet the reality is, is that Donald Trump in our polling among Republicans is up by 16 percentage points over Ron DeSantis, and for Joe Biden, he is the clear-cut favorite. In our poll, 96 percent of one-time Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren primary voters said that they would for sure vote for Joe Biden in a general election against Donald Trump here. So the realities of a primary battle may lead to another Donald Trump-Joe Biden matchup here. And, of course, the, to the extent to the age for both men, does that become an increasingly uh, variable of concern? That is the question that we'll be following here in these months ahead, Chris. Of course you will. And thank you'll be you for following that in Staten and beating Island. It the and new beating polls it. pointing today to a Biden-Trump rematch in 2024 remind us that the conventional wisdom and sources tell us President Biden would be very happy with that. He and his team think former President Trump is eminently beatable in a general election. But if that's what they want, who and what do they fear? Joining me now, former White House Communications Director. Oh my God. See what I mean? Uh, but uh, when they when they go back and forth like that, as if, you, oh, well, they want Biden, but you know, Biden's old and then Trump, he's not as old and and let's forget Everything, all of the crimes from Trump, right? Let's all forget uh, every disgusting aspect of the filthy fascist who should 
if we really want to get technical, shouldn't even be allowed to run for public office because he's a fucking seditionist. Right? I mean, we do have a little bit of... In the Constitution about not being a goddamn traitor, right? Let's see. The Constitution of the U.S. Let's see. You know, one of the things, this is just an aside that I've been thinking of. Wait, where is it? The Constitution. Hold on, hold on. The amendments. Amendments to the Constitution. All right. How many amendments in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights? There are 10 amendments. What are the first 10 amendments in simple terms? Okay, first, the first 14. All citizens have freedom of speech and religion. Number two, U.S. citizens have the right to own and carry weapons. This is, this is just a, some, uh, that's bullshit, though. They have the right to join a well-regulated militia, Okay. All right, the government cannot, number three, this is the other thing. If the Constitution is so sacrosanct, why, no one ever talks about the Third Amendment to the Constitution. The government, you know, not be, you're not forced to house soldiers. That's in the Constitution. You know, that's clearly uh, an amendment that kind of, speaks to uh it's a little bit archaic so if that's archaic and nobody even talks about it oh okay the government can't house can't force you to billet soldiers you can't um you know they can't take over your your house uh and put soldiers there as they used to it's it's to such a degree that the founders put it in the Constitution. So if that's kind of gotten old and we've outgrown that, why, why not the Second Amendment? You know, you if you want to own a musket, go right ahead. But, um, but I don't see anywhere in the Constitution where you can own uh, an assault weapon. Okay. So there you go. Citizens, the government needs a warrant issued by a judge and based on probable cause to legally search citizens' property. Number five, citizens have the right to remain silent, blah, blah, blah. Six, citizens have the right to an attorney. Seven, a jury of one's peer. Now, remember, the half of these amendments that the Republicans, are they masturbate over the Second Amendment. These other amendments, and we've heard Trump talk about it you know they hate these amendments you know the jury of your peers right to remain silent reading your rights the morale you know the, all of that they hate that you know, they hate them they think them reading somebody their rights is weak how many times have we heard them say that 
Oh, don't read them their rights. Oh, yeah, you take them in and you read them their rights. You're coddling them. Because they hate America. They hate the nation of laws. They want to be able to own assault weapons because they want to live in a lawless society where everyone knows their place, even if that means having to shoot them. You know? They don't like democracy because they hate black people and they want guns so because they hate the rule of law and they want to terrorize everybody into conforming to their autocracy, to their autocratic tendencies, which are more than tendencies. It's a pathology, really. So let's see. Oh, well, here, the Eighth Amendment punishments may not be cruel unusual or excessive that's another one they hate tell me tell me where i'm wrong here if anybody can point it out i'd i would certainly discuss it number 10 oh the federal government's power is limited to limited to that given to it by the states and the citizens of the united states they love that one because then they could say states rights states rights even though they mean uh rights for me and not for thee um yes number 11 people who live outside of a state cannot sue that state we know how important that amendment is number 12 presidential and vice presidential candidates are presented on one ballot number 13 slavery is illegal in the united states and 14th, the definition of a citizen of any state and country is given. No one shall be denied life, liberty, or property without due process. Well, they hate due process as well. They like shooting you when a cop pulls you over and they like, they just want to execute you in the street. So, I mean, am I wrong here? Am I wrong? They hate the Constitution. The only thing they like is the second amendment because they hate the constitution i mean I, before i keep going i have to i keep i see your super chats elise thank you so much for keeping the show going and growing and thank you ed for your super chat <laughs> tucker goes bye-bye and tara says hi 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 bye-bye tucker and thank you ed and thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, for also being a moderator. So let me see. A couple of things. A couple of things I wanted to talk about. What did I put on the list? Well, you know. Where is it? Where is it? Well, we could talk about... There's a couple of things. So, uh, Russia... We we can go all over the place. Russian state TV misses their their puppet. Trader Tucker. I mean, well, you know, th this is like a rule of life, right? You want to know somebody? Look at their friends. You want to know somebody? Look at who they hang out with. Look at their heroes, Look at who is upset now that Tucker isn't isn't on the air. It's it's all of the traders. It's perjury trader green. But what but you would think that if autocrats are upset that Tucker doesn't have his platform at the moment, 
that would give you a clue, you know? And, uh, but I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, uh, really asking too much because I think the same way about Republican voters in general, if you're voting for a party that is endorsed by David Duke and the KKK, you might take a minute, you know, and look at yourself and, and think, why am I in league with the KKK? You know, why am I, um, also voting for somebody who is who is endorsed by the most vile racist organizations in the country that would give you a hint you would think right but there's a level of denial that's another reason why you know corporate media doesn't do us any favors when they they normalize these these right-wing voters because in my opinion Right-wing voters, the, the, anybody voting Republican at this point should be ashamed of themselves. Now, you know, in the future, when we're all gone and uh, the history has been done and dusted of this time, hopefully democracy prevails and they'll, they will, they'll watch Tara Buster. The, they, will, they will. There will be anthropologists scouring all of the podcasts and what average people said about the times they lived in and i want them to know that we recognize this that we recognize the problem that we um we're trying and that i'm of the opinion at this point that anyone voting republican should be ashamed of themselves all of them because they're voting for corruption. What are you voting for? What are you voting for? R- average right wingers. F- what are you voting? I mean, really, when they're talk, when the corporate media is talking to these idiots at the ferry terminal, what are are there any policies? Can you give us a policy? You know, I, why don't they ask them that? That's the other thing. It, it would only take a second. Well, what? Real, what policy do you um, support that the Republicans are for? Right, and then the, the, of course they never do. And when they do, you what happens? It's it's people like the Good Liars do things like that. The comedy team of the Good Liars, uh, they'll go and they'll ask Republican voters. They'll say, "Well, you know, you're what do you? You're a Republican. What do you vote for?" Oh, well, I hate that uh, critical race theory. That's CRT. I hate that. Well, what is what is that? They ask them. They actually do a follow-up. And we have have the clips, and they're like, these people don't know what they're talking about. It's like when they ask that woman what it is, what woke is, right? They don't know what it is. <laughs> they never push back. Don't you think that, uh, I mean, it would they would be doing us a favor, corporate media, if they actually ask, let me see. Woman doesn't know. That was a that was fun. What's her name? Doesn't know woke. Woke. If I hear this woke one more time in my life, it'll be too soon. If I never hear it again, that's the statement. <laughs> that's the wrong way. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Bethany Mandel, a woman who wrote an entire book on woke, couldn't define it. Well, you know, and that's the thing, like with these corporate media um, man on the street interviews, why don't they ever ask them specific questions? Like, what do you, what do you care? I mean, what, why are you, what do you care? I wish, I wish they would ask them that. What do you care? Well, they should ask them that about trans people. What the fuck do you care? What people do? Leave people alone, you goddamn ignoramus, racist, bigoted fuck. Set me out on the street. But they're, you know, they never go and ask them. They'll just say, you like Trump? Oh, you like DeSantis? What do you like about DeSantis? That he's he's a book banner? You like that? You don't think people should be able to read books that have gay people in them? To, oh, okay, good. You What else? You don't like, what, oh, you don't like trans people. Oh, okay, because you're uh, the end all and be all of existence. And you, you got a pee-pee. Your pee-pee is in line with your gender ideology or your gender identity, I should say. Excuse me. And, uh, yes, uh, lucky you. So now we all, because you're the center of the universe, you think that since you're not trans, that nobody should be or is. And uh, you have zero compassion for for anybody. And, um, yeah, Republicans, the entire ideology is about kicking down on people who are different. So, okay, I get it. I get it. Like uh, Perjury Trader Green. Uh, you know, she has a sign outside her, her, her office because her neighbor across the hall is a representative who has a child who's trans and she has the trans flag outside her office and uh perjury trader green who is just a derivative lowbrow filthy fascist who hasn't had an original thought in her head uh, since the day she was ugh, spawned she put um, she put a sign outside her office that said, there are only two genders. Could you believe this person? Really? I, even when I'm saying it, I just can't believe it. There are only two genders, male and female. Trust the science. Because, you know, the science is that your gender identity is in your brain, not in your pee-pee, but perjury trader green, who is dumb, and uh, also, I mean, you have to be dumb to fall down a cue hole, really. See, remember when she she apologized for all the th- stupid things she thought? But in keeping with the Republican way, which is to never take responsibility, being a member of the party of personal responsibility, not taking responsibility for anything... <laughs> She said that she was allowed, she was allowed to, to think something. She was, what did she say? Allowed. Let me look this up. Marge Ori. Do I have this? I always, I found that fascinating when she was apologizing for being a moron. She said she was allowed to believe things. That's what she said. I was allowed. You're allowed to believe things. You know, don't take any responsibility. 
who who allowed i mean like with somebody you you had every other opportunity as anybody else did not to believe those stupid things i if frankly if i was on the internet and i read a story that said that the wildfires were being started by jewish space lasers i would th- i wouldn't believe that <laughs> i mean i'm not yeah i guess it takes it just takes all types i suppose allowed i was allowed to believe things right because the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility for anything and they're infants they are like infants who are they they're very cranky but they you know infants grow up so i don't really want to disparage infants and uh you just don't know what what republican what's the excuse republicans you know you're grown you're grown ass people but you believe all this bullshit and you know to have a sign think about this she has a sign outside her office about peepees about people's peepees trust the science that's not science your peepee isn't science you know you were lucky you know and we know because we know science science right so to become a human being there's a lot of chemical reaction chain reactions that have to happen all human beings are initially all fetuses are initially female we know that right that's the science that's why men have nipples see i don't know if you knew that <laughs> but this is you learn everything here on tara buster become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin so they yes so there are a lot a lot of things could happen in the process sometimes you know things go wrong things go awry there's a little bit too much of this a little bit too much of that or less of that and it's it's not out of the realm of of possibility as we know but you could think that somewhere along the line your gender ideology does not or not ideology and identity doesn't is somehow not in line with the peepee that developed in the in and then there's the other unseen factors of life that we have no words for or you know i mean for example you know we're not just machines because if we if you chop us up and put us back together we're not gonna work anymore whereas you could do that to a machine and you could chop them chop take a machine apart and put it back together and it it could work so there's there there is a life force involved that we don't really understand i don't understand maybe i mean but i'm not arrogant enough to think that i do which is what uh you know republicans are because they all think that they're all obsessed with peepees so they're they're convinced that whatever that is that's a man on a cloud that's a guy there's a dude on a cloud with a big peepee and his real concern up there on the cloud 
is whether your pee-pee is in the right clothes or the right bathroom, according to some kook, Perjury Trader Green, who is dumb as shit. She's so dumb that she was allowed to think things that were stupid. And she can't take responsibility for that. But she's writing the laws now and has a sign outside her office that says, there are only two genders. Trust the science. Can you believe these people? I'm sorry. I just I have to say it out loud sometimes because it's um, it's unfathomable that we have to endure such morons. You know. Where, and what did I just see? Actually, something I saw on Twitter, which is a cesspool. By the way, I I got to get off Twitter. It's gonna happen. Oh, wait, according, here, here, let's see. I just went on Twitter. Tucker, oh, this is fucked up. Tucker Carlson. Let me see. This is on Twitter right now from Ron Flipkowski. So Tucker finally issues a statement. He basically says that the deep state un... Wait. Uniparty wanted to silence him because he was tackling the biggest issues of our time. Let's see what he says. Wait, is this for real? Is this for real? Is this for real? Oh, shut your... F I can't take him. But um, more than that, I'm, I'm just looking underneath. George Santos tweeted, I will always stand up to the radical rainbow mafia. I believe in the freedom to live and let live, but will never bow to the indoctr indoctrination of the rainbow mafia. My flag is the American flag. Because, you know, he's one of these self-loathing assholes. He's, uh, oh, whatever. He's a Republican. This is the Republican Party. Grifters and self-loathing, whatever. No matter what, you have to be, on some level, you gotta be just a little bit, or more than a little bit, self-loathing. So I don't know. I mean, I was just listening to this because I'm not sure if that's... Is that really um, Tucker's statement? It doesn't make any sense. What's true? Wow. What's the... Yeah, that's why liberals will win. And Republicans have to 
pretend that they're fighting for everything that's really um, they're destroying. True things will win. Yeah, the that means shit. Sit the fuck down and shut up. Because you're a liar. We have it on tape. We have your emails. We have your very words that come out of your mouth. I mean, imagine the, the, the arrogance of somebody like this filthy pig. No offense to pigs who are amazing and charming and intelligent, but unlike we're right-wingers. But this monster who in the privacy of his own text messages and emails says that he knows he's a liar. And then he goes on and, and will never stop lying to the, those who are, are uh, watching him. He's victimizing these, uh, these people, the viewers, and he continues to do so. We have him and we have the messages. We have Murdoch under oath. We have the statements. We have the recordings of these people when they think that they're, that nobody's watching or listening. We have them saying the truth. And now, you know, it's just nothing but gaslighting. But it's like you, this is why you have to be somewhat sick, you know, for Republicans. They're all suffering from some form of sickness. And now it really is true. The more I encounter these people, the the more uh, I know that that is true, especially now, because if you're if you're not a complete cuckoo, in a, as a Republican, you've already left the party, you know, you've become an independent, if not a Democrat or whatever, but you've left the party because anybody normal is already gone. And the ones that I've encountered and the different protests I've been at and whatnot, they really are nuts. They really are. There, there's something off about them. All of them. They all have issues not that, you know, normal people or liberals don't have issues, but it's different. You know, we have regular issues, you know, we're not, but we're not, there's, I mean, there's something fundamentally sick about them. Um, the, they are, there's, there's, well, I mean, I've told you the stories, you know, one of the guys that was uh, screaming at us during the, when Trump was arrested, he was so clearly a closet case he was yelling there were a couple of gay people uh, men that i was standing with and he was uh he was yelling at them about how big their assholes are and how they, they I, and and who was talking about this nobody but this is what he was thinking how big their your asshole must be this big this is what he's saying and it's clear to me that he's in the closet. I mean, this is a closet case. He hates himself. And the other thing was that they were, this was a guy that had already, um, I've, I recognized him from the paper because he was arrested at a drag queen story hour that he attacked somebody. So who is that 
unhinged that they go to a, that they have to go protest drag queen story hour and they can't control themselves that much that they have to attack somebody and end up in jail so i accept someone who is a self-loathing closet case and that's the that is all of them on some level they're sick and then there was this other woman who uh, i mean they're just horrible people horrible you wouldn't want to spend any time with them i mean i'm thinking about them across the whatever the 10 feet that they had between us was that was enough you know but being in their presence for that long like hours it was exhausting because they're insane they're not you're not dealing with normal people and they don't get help they and that's the thing about this country this is another reason why we need universal health care and why, you know, Republicans are, are filthy fascist hypocrites, too, because they always talk about how mental health, but they want the men, they want mentally ill. They want people to be ill and angry and unable to do anything healthy to to find relief for their suffering. So they'll join this cult and they activate these morons. It really does give them a purpose. And that's another reason why, you know, instead of, it's very dangerous because instead of get, getting the help they need, you know, they pour themselves into this cult. And you see how twisted they're, they're, they, that they are because they're, they're not normal. You know, they're flying flag. Every, like, everything that they're wearing, all this kind of, every Trump, Every made in China Trump swag, stupid giant flags, they look like idiots. And it's just overcompensating for how sick they are. But it's part of the sickness, you know, because who else but a sick person would do, would behave like that? Really? It's the cult, it's the identity they get from it. And it's the feeling of that it is it's also because they are because they are so powerless and ineffectual in their actual daily lives that they're the the thing that tucker and the right wing pro, uh, propaganda mill affords them is it tells them it gives them a sense of superiority like they are that they're seeing the matrix somehow that um, everything's rigged against them and they're they're the ones they're not powerless you know because they see the truth they see the deep state you know but it's it's a manipulation meanwhile the 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 conspiracy is the same old same old conspiracy we've been dealing with since for since recorded history it's the rich against the rest of us. That's what it is. It's the elites like Tucker Carlson, trust fund chicken murdering, Swanson brat, uh, trust fund brat Tucker Carlson in the ivory tower telling the morons that their problems aren't because of the, uh, of the top marginal tax rate and the and the uh you know the new gilded age robber barons 
turning the United States from the most to the least separately mobile, it's because brown people or immigrants or, you know, the border, people are coming across the border. Of course, that's brown people and immigrants. Or, you know, now it's trans people. It's somebody, someone, some marginalized and powerless, politically unconnected group has so much power over the over uh, over everything right it's if everything would be great if these people would some you know be put in their place somehow and it's it's incredible though that's the conspiracy this is it's as old as as dirt that's the conspiracy you know make the rich richer it's right in front of our faces it's taking the top marginal tax rate from 90% to below 20% and 30%. That's the conspiracy. It's Reaganomics. It's trickle-down voodoo economics that turned us from, you know, made us the widest income gap, the working class into the working poor. But they don't see that conspiracy because they're, they have been told by the likes of this fucking pasty-faced fascist, Tucker Carlson, who's been fired from every channel. You know, he is such a grasping narcissist. He's, uh, one thing you could tell, you know, he was fired from CNN, PBS, MSNBC, and he's been fired from Fox. Where's he going to go now? He's, the thing is, he cannot stay away from the camera. Because he is a narcissist. He needs the power. He's got the money. What does he give a shit? You know, he's, uh, you would think if he was not a sociopath, he could, I don't know, do something good for humanity. But he's, he is a, he's a filthy narcissist and a monster. And he'll, he's, you know, he needs attention. That's for sure. And he's not going to stop until the i don't know more people are going to get hurt more people are going to get killed yeah i mean, think about it. this he's such a scumbag that this is the guy that is uh, he has the morons um or had them let's say twisted about the fact that an M&M character started wearing lower heeled shoes instead of high heel shoes because that's what's important right that you can that you want to uh fuck your m&m candies that but that's what's important this is what they're telling us and it's society everything's upside down right everybody's it's it's chaos it's out of control everyone's crazy all these genders uh, everything's genders everywhere there's too many genders it's like making something out of nothing and they they won't stop i don't know if you heard uh trump one of the things he was saying to one of the were whoever whatever cesspool he was speaking with or at because that's what he does he's disgusting um, he was saying that, you know, about abortion, how, uh, that the, that Democrats want abortion 
after you're birth you're born you know they just put execute the babies put babies to death and nobody stops this this nut job nobody says anything they're, they're just like ooh, ugh. like this is normal where where the, of course that's not true so but does it matter truth what is truth right Truth has a liberal bias. So, you know, they don't, fascists have no need for truth. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. Here, here's from, where is this? A rare peek inside Fox News's outrage machine. This is from the Washington Post. Philip Bump writes, on the evening of January 6th, Uh, 2021 even as members of congress were just starting to filter back into the capitol after had been cleared of violent rioters tucker carlson began spinning the day's events to fit his preferred narrative he focused on the death of ashley babbitt the rioter shot by capitol police officer as she tried to climb through a window into the speaker's lobby Babbitt's death in Carlson's early formulation was an indicator not of the tragic consequences of falling into a world of election fraud conspiracy theories, but of an aggressive government intent on quashing dissent. Because he's a, he's a traitor. And he, he's doing Putin's bidding in helping destroy democracy. Babbitt, he said, bore no resemblance to the angry children we've seen wrecking our cities in recent months. Pasty, entitled nihilists dressed in black, setting fires and spray-painting slogans on statues. She looked pretty much like everyone else. Of course, this is all bullshit. So why was she there? We ought to think about that, he continued. If you want to fix it, you have to think about that. And that was... Carlson's stick of posing, of posing everything as a question, right? I'm only asking questions. What harm can a question do? The only reason that the system is stable is because it's a democracy responsive to voters, but too many in power simply respond to voters by saying, shut up and do what you're told. This is what, you know, Tucker's... Uh, shtick his spin in short order it became obvious that babbitt like so many other americans who look quote unquote look like everyone else and what does that mean white had consumed conspiracy theories to a large extent she devoted she elevated QAnon rhetoric for example as she embraced baseless claims about voter fraud and uh, the sort that carlson championed Her death resulted from a multi-pronged effort by people on the right, Donald Trump and Carlson among them, to consolidate political power by spreading misinformation about the election and about government. Carlson, and later Trump, then used her death to build more power by casting the government and law enforcement as bad actors, as the bad actors on January 6th. So let me just um, just make another comment about that. Because just think about that. We just read that sentence, you know, Trump used the death of Ashley Babbitt, another dupe, just like they use Ray Epps. And if he dies, they'll turn that into some Seth Rich 
type conspiracy. Mark my words, right? If something happened to Ray Epps, you know that's what they'll do. They'll may they'll say he was uh, taken out by the deep state, right? You know it. Um, but think about this, and then let's think about in juxtap- juxtaposition of the other segment we just watched of MSNBC asking Trump voters, you know, what do you think? As if this is a rational choice. You're talking about you. You're you're talking about you're asking voters. Oh yeah, who are you gonna go for, Trump or Biden? Who are you gonna go for, the guy that used the death of Ashley Babbitt as some kind of uh, Hearst vessel in their uh, coup against America to try to turn her into a martyr? Sort of like the Nazis turned Horst Vessel into a martyr on their beer hall putsch from the, you know, who died. And uh, they used him similarly. It's, there's so many, so many correlations or so many parodies. So, yeah, let's go check in with the Trump voters. The same voters who are cool with a coup, I suppose. Let's not mention that, though, because that's what? That might put them on the spot. Why don't you ask them? What do they like about Trump? Maybe they like the coup. Or maybe they like how Trump, you know, calls it like it is. This is another one I keep hearing from him. Well, well, how's that? You like when he calls people a fat pig or when he uh, says that they're not good enough to rape? Shit like that. Is that what you like? Or how he 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 eats? Did you see that video of him eating a pizza, and asking who 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 wants the pizza? How much would you pay? He asks these fucking these disgusting lick spittles. How much would you pay for a, a piece that I've eaten? You say that's how much he respects the dumbasses. You see that? What? What if? What if Biden did that? What if Obama did that? Of course, they they wouldn't because you know different rules for Republicans and Democrats aren't for all their flaws. Uh, I I would say that the Democratic presidents we've had in my lifetime they're not sociopaths right it's just so unreal but they're just allowed to get away with it how oh well the other thing you know how uh, the republicans were like they were uh, they always attacked obama as a celebrity he's the biggest celebrity in the world remember that Meanwhile, they got it. Now they got a fucking. Cele- they got celebrities. They have a a, a literal. Um, what do you? The, his only claim to fame is that he's a celebrity. He's uh, he played a successful businessman on reality TV. <laughs> Unreal. Anyway, uh, let's see. June twenty in in June. 
He elevated baseless conspiracy theories that the FBI had infiltrated the crowd of protesters in an effort to stoke violence. The, the purported intent to bring uh, being uh, that cracked down on, to crack down on the political right. Why can't I talk? Carlson declared that this was Joe Biden's intent from the earliest moments of his presidency. And this is, you know, they took Ray Epps and he's their patsy. So, um, let's see that Carlson's evidence for the, this FBI infiltration included the existence of an unindicted co-conspirator in federal charging documents, which never made sense. One of them was obviously the wife of the arrested individual. When she later joined her husband on an interview in an interview on Carlson's show, this didn't come up, but he and his ideological allies ran with the idea anyway. So, you know, because they are liars. They are fascists. They hate America. They hate democracy. And their point is to destroy it at any cost, no matter who gets hurt, whoever they roll over, whatever. You're nothing. You're just a dupe. You're a pawn. You're a, a Trump University graduate. You're a sucker. You're a Trump Network vitamin scam um, multi-level marketer who bought into the scam. And now you're out your money. Oh, well. A few months later, Carlson seized, uh, here we go, seized upon the idea that a man named Ray Epps was a federal agent who stoked violence at the Capitol. The Epps theory, like the unindicted co-conspirators one, originated on a right-wing blog run by a guy booted from the Trump White House for being linked to a white nationalist. Well, you are who your friends are, right? You want to know somebody, look at their friends judge somebody by the company they keep. There's another one. You're a Trump voter. That's the company you keep. White nationalists, Nazis, filthy fascist Nazis, KKK, Nazis. I mean, congratulations, I guess. I don't know. You should be ashamed. If you had this, if you had it, I guess if you had a, an ability to feel shame, you wouldn't be a Trump voter because you would be ashamed to vote for a con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. You would, you would know that you're being played. So this too was baseless, but the conspiracy theory proved, has proved immune to debunking. And um, I was telling you that I, I witnessed this myself, L looking at the comments on various social media sites of t discussing Tucker Carlson's firing. People are like, oh, Ray Epps. It's because he, he brought up Ray Epps. The deep state silenced him. So this all just adds to the mystique of this trust-funded brat who hates America and loves Putin, who is a, who, who hates America, <laughs> who also hates America. You know, it's a, it's a whole America hating fraternity. And that is true. Every single one of them hates America. 
They hate the nation of laws. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the Constitution. They hate everything about this country. That's it. They, they really do. They say, oh, liberals hate America because we want to discuss our race's history. No, that is a sign of love. Loving America. Because we want to make it better. We want to be, we want to live in a nation of a, a diverse nation. And, and in order to do so, we need to hear each other and, and value each other and understand that w- there are all kinds of American experiences. And, you know, if you love somebody and they come to you and they say, I'm in pain somehow, and you say, eh, we're all in pain, how, how long do you think that relationship's going to last? That's why Republicans will do anything and everything to prevent the American people from having that conversation, from having empathy for each other. What a different way. Yeah, what a different experience and country we'd all live in and what experience we'd have if we we, uh, approached our issues from a from a position of empathy and compassion and trying to you know find actual solutions instead of just perpetuate the sickness so you know so uh the rich can get richer all right where am i let's see a few months later, oh wait, I read, I read that already, blah, blah, blah. This too was baseless, but the conspiracy theory has proved immune to debunking. Sworn testimony from Epps, sworn under oath, right? Interviews in which he explains what happened and even a legal threat from Epps himself. You know, nothing changes the, the fascist uh, lie fest. It didn't matter to Carlson because he wanted to use his platform to elevate skepticism of the government, not present reality to his audience. When the House Select Committee investigating the riot held its first primetime hearing, a hearing that overlapped with Carlson's show, Carlson spent the first hour framing the riot as an attack instigated by federal actors. One of his guests was the guy fired from the Trump White House at the white nationalist guy who was, who made up the conspiracy theory against Ray Epps. Yeah. Cause they're looking for a patsy and they, they, uh, they, they understand that their audience, the people watching the show is, are like baby birds with, but of, of stupidity with g- open gaping mouths waiting for Tucker to, to just fill their mouths with all kinds of bullshit. And they're asking for more. And that's why Tucker's like, they, I mean, we, we got to keep lying to them because they're running to other networks who are lying to them. They just want to hear the lies. They want their stupidity validated. They don't want to... I mean, that's why I keep saying, you know, they are a lost cause. This right-wing... Uh, authoritarian base there there's no there's no hope for them we have to continue we have to fight them of course legally and peacefully we have to 
continue to evolve without them. We have to out-organize, out-vote them. We have to make sure they don't get power. We have to smash them legally and peacefully into the, the trash pile with the rest of the fascists where they're comfortable and where they belong. That's the p- game plan if we want to survive as a democracy. But after Republicans took control of the House in January, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy gave Carlson full access to video footage. You see how the, the corruption, the circle jerk of fascism, how do you think history is going to remember Kevin McCarthy? You think he's going to come out looking like a, looking great, looking like a rose, looking like a patriot? They're going to be like, Great American, that Kevin McCarthy. Absolutely not. He will be vilified. I I just wish I had a time machine. I really do. I would love to see that. They're all going to be... the the. I mean, hopefully the Republican Party will go the way of the Whigs, frankly. I really hope so. Not soon enough. Well, and no thanks to the corporate media who prop them up. I mean, that's what they do. Whenever they're, they interview people as if it's, they're just voting for a normal party. <laughs> I like, I like them. I don't know. I like DeSantis. I like the book burning, book uh, banning. I like that shit. I like the way he uh, forced that gerrymandered map on the state. I like that, you know? I like the way that when uh, he he uh, he is attacking uh, all the same targeted minority groups that I hate. I, I like that part about him. When he says woke 19,000 times in a speech, but meaning everything it's a word that encompasses all now it's just like eternal jew it's like music to my ears when he says uh nobody can read a book and then and then he goes on and tells everybody that uh, you know it's a lie i love it i love when he attacks the um you know bureaucrats in the state you know people just doing their job and then he fires them and then he sends his his goons after them i love that i love when um he says things like he's gonna make his own police force you know i appreciate that because i i like fascism i like when um you know i see democracy die a little bit at a time because i'm dead inside and why should anything live if I'm dead? And I hate everything. I hate myself because I'm uh, stuck in a loveless marriage and I'm gay, uh, but I'm too cowardly to admit it. So I vote Republican because, you know, they put the gays in their place. And uh, and I don't I can't have gay people out there but loud and proud when I'm all closeted and hateful, because that's kind of, it just says that I'm a coward and I can't have that. It's too tempting when I see others living their authentic lives and here I am wasting my life as a Trump and Z. 
just, I got to hate, 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 hate is instead of love and acceptance, I chose hate. That's why I vote Republican. It, it's like a safe, warm bath of, uh, like, uh, uh, a, a, a bubble bath of, uh, of cow dung and, and resentment and regrets. And, um, I'm in it and I, and you know what? I found a community there because there's so many, there's others like me who are too cowardly to just live instead of, if they don't want to live an authentic life. Yeah. Cause that takes courage that we don't have, but they don't, I don't know. They just, they just don't know, uh, how to, uh, control themselves by, uh, in, involving themselves in the cult, you know everybody else who's uh, who's not in the cult. What they what will they know? They don't understand that I'm racist and I have to. And I and and the the reason I vote is that I whatever I don't care as long as I can say the n word without some woke bitch telling me giving giving me grief about it. Right, that's the good old days. Everything I long for the mythical past. Why don't they ask them that? You know, these were really. I'm not kidding. I'm so sick of it, because we're so stupid in this country that we we are so. I mean, they they know this. They go from like a story about how. You know, the lies are prolific on the right. And then they go and interview these people and get their opinions as if they're not the stupid ones. Did you did you go through them and did they did you do some kind of uh, qualification and, and see if they knew what the fuck they were talking about? Did you give them a basics test, a civics test, a current events test, maybe? But let's listen to them. I don't know. I just like DeSantis because that's what everybody is telling me I like. Well, what do you like about DeSantis? I like the way he eats his pudding with two fingers. I'm a three-finger guy myself. <laughs> At least that's what she said. And when I said, she, when I mean she, I mean my, that woman in, that I'm married to and my loveless marriage. But I, yeah, I love Jesus. So even though I hate everything Jesus stood for, and Jesus, you know, if he came back, I'd crucify him again. The conservatives would. That's the other thing I can't take. <clears throat> Yeah, just like when Easter... He is risen. No thanks to you, perjury trader green. Oh my God, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of living in there. Of, of, um, you know what I'm sick of, too? I'm sick of having to give them, um, like, respect. As if I have to respect their their stupidity. You know, like, oh, he is risen. What do you know? He, I have to respect their alternate history. 
you hate Jesus. Jesus was crucified by the conservatives. Never forget that. Just like never forget that the abortion rate goes down under democratic policies. Okay? I'm so, uh, that's another thing that drives me up a wall. Because uh, I never hear it. I never hear that on the corporate media. Why? Why? I never hear it. Coming out of Democrat. I got a call. I got to call my representatives again. Okay? Because <clears throat> I call them. Look, I call. That's why I'm losing my voice now. I call them and I say, can can you pass this on to AOC, please? Because she's my representative. I say, can you please tell her and remind her to uh, go out on, when she gets in front of a camera and to remind the American people that abortion, that criminalizing abortion does not reduce the abortion rate. All it does is kill women. I never hear this. They, they talk about choice and choice. That's all well and good. Yes, choice and freedom and all that. But, you know, it's if you want to um, take a, just strip them of the pro-life mantle, hit them with some freaking facts. The abortion rate does not decrease when abortion is criminalized. All you do is kill women. If you want to decrease the abortion rate, you vote Democratic. You expand health care. Well, universal health care, higher education. Oh, my God. Is it this hard? Yes, it is. All right. I'm losing my voice. Thankfully, <laughs> the the audience says. Because <laughs> I can't take it. Okay. Pudding face. Let me see. Well, according to, well, let's see. This is from CNN. Tucker's firing may have come down to one simple calculation that, let's see. It is in the hours following Carlson's abrupt dismissal, a number of exclamations have emerged, all of which, all with plausibility. It goes without saying that there that it was no coincidence that the dismissal came just days after Fox's historic settlement with Dominion voting, which, but you, when we read the statement from Fox, it just showed us that they continued to plan on lying or they plan on continuing to lie. That's how I should have said that. But it is um, because they said that the settlement was proof that they are, uh, they have strict journalistic standards, <laughs> but it was the fact that they were lying, which is not, not journalism, uh, is that's why they had to make that historic payment or I can't take it. Um, let's see, perhaps it was related to ex-producer Abby Grossman's lawsuit against the network, which alleged rampant sexism and anti-Semitic behavior. I know you will be shocked at that, that uh, according to insiders, the Tucker Carlson's show was a hostile working environment. Can you believe it? I can't, I just can't believe it. Apparently Tucker was a real, piece of dirt 
that uh, can you believe this that someone born on third base thinking he hit a triple was a real piece of dirt to his underlings you know i i just can't fathom that it's so unlike him a man of the people to be such a scumbag to the people how weird it's almost like when trump so-called man of the people was like a real scumbag to average people you know stiffing them telling them he's going to pay them and then saying fuck you sue me or the those unfortunate enough to be a tenant in one of the the buildings that he put his filthy name on having to be inflicted uh, or uh, assaulted let's say with uh campaigns of harassment because you're on a fixed income and you're in a rent controlled apartment and you've been in the you've been in the apartment for 60 years you're in your 80s here comes trump trying to get you out on uh trying to force you onto the street that's your man of the people f god who votes for these people well here's speaking of Ab- abby grossberg here she is talking to nicole wallace what is it about the culture at Tucker, because listen, as someone who covers him and as cover covers him as a force that threatened democracy until Friday night, um, it falls in this category of shocking, not surprising. What was for you as someone inside Fox shocking about the culture at Tucker coming from Maria Shaw? It was very out in the open. What you see is what ends up on air. People are believers who are there. I was really, I found it difficult to cover the kind of stories that they wanted me to cover. I wasn't expecting it. Maybe I should have. That's what some people say. But for example, um, right toward the end of my time there, when the January 6th tapes were coming out, Tucker was very set on finding an FBI person who was implanted in the crowd and spinning this conspiracy. Does that sound like a news organization? He's he's trying to what do republicans do fix the facts around the policy right there he was that they were ultimately the ones responsible for the capital attack not fox news as they're about to go into the dominion trial that it was really you know the fbi that set up this thing not fox telling the american people that the election was rigged and the voting machines did it and when i went back to them and said, look, there's no conspiracy theory here. I called this attorney that's representing one of the Proud Boys, and he flat out told me on two occasions, there is no conspiracy. Get away from this stuff. This is dangerous. Tell Tucker to stop. I'll come on your show and represent my client, but I absolutely will walk off if he asks me this. And the response was, well, find somebody else. Tucker is really intent on this. And that wore my mental health too, because by that time, I had really begun to connect the dots that the programming that we were putting on the air every night was not just generating business, but also generating hatred in the audience. And after January 6th, I had this wake up moment that this is hurting people. People are getting angry. Some other theories that she had, and there was definitely tension. Um, They rob people of their limited lifespan, their serenity, their peace. 
And there are records of that? And there are records of all of that. Uh, I had been asked to spy on her by the Fox bosses and report back on what Spying she was doing. Spying on which Maria Bada And that was part of the reason I went to Tucker as well. Incredible. I just physically and emotionally couldn't take it. And when I go back and listen to some of those tapes now that I have, I hear the stress in my voice and how depleted I was. And so you spied on Maria for your Fox bosses? Yes. Um, I not spied. I would tell them what she was doing. If there were things that concerned me, spy is the wrong word, that I had handled in the past myself because we had a good relationship and can work it mm -hmm. out together. I reported those things because I became very paranoid about my job because I had been shaken down by multiple executives at the company that I had to cooperate. So that was part of the reason mm -hmm. I went to Tucker as well. Where are all of those recordings now? Did Dominion ultimately get them? I still have, I have several recordings that I'm still going through that we've recovered from all of the phones. There are 90 that we have. Um, uh, I, I don't know what Fox turned over. I do know based on what I've read that they did hand over those Sydney and Rudy tapes to them. Um, Yay. I, Fox should have everything. They really should. Do you, have you been contacted by Smartmatic? Yes. And you've shared all the otter recordings of them or whatever. I've been subpoenaed. We, we haven't shared anything. I've begun the discovery process. <laughs> well, according to his from Rolling Stone, let's see. Come on. Come on. It just locks me out. God damn it. God damn it. Hold on a sec. Fox News staffers celebrate Tucker Carlson's departure. Pure joy, they say. Could you imagine working there? Ugh. Pure joy, one Fox reporter told Rolling Stone of their reaction to the split. No one is untouchable. It's a great day for America and the real journalists who work hard every day to deliver news at Fox. So there must be some of them there. Right? That's an actual quote from well, one of the producers who works there. Must be a relief to get rid of someone who's such a horrible monster. He's like jo Joseph Goebbels. You're like working for Joseph Goebbels. Absolutely. It was good. It was a good move to part with Tucker, added a producer. He knowingly spread lies throughout his time at Fox, but I fear management will replace him with someone who is just like him. So there's probably, so there probably won't be any real change. And that is the fear because that's who they are. That's, uh, as Rupert Murdoch said, it's not red or blue, it's green. Because he's 92 and he needs more money. Good riddance, said a network correspondent. For a while there, it seemed like he was running the network. This clearly is a message that he's not. In the interim, it's a morale boost. That's for sure. Well, there you go. You know, you know somebody by the company they keep. And you want to know, you want to know how 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 somebody is how who they are then you know it <laughs> what people say about you when you're gone if they're like good riddance if he was a decent person they'd be like no 
He's great. We can't lose him. You would miss him. You wouldn't be celebrating. Apparently, in the halls of Fox, people are high-fiving each other. They're relief. Well, he's his... He's a scumbag. You know, the fish rots from the head down. And obviously, Tucker thought he ran the network. And, you know, Murdoch is a scumbag, too. But he doesn't need Tucker. And if uh, he's too big for his britches, then bye-bye. Good. But he's, he also, not only is he too big for his britches, thinking he, uh, he runs the network and treats people like shit, he cost, you know, Rupert Murdoch almost a billion dollars. And when the Smartmatic um, lawsuits come down, this is one thing, you know. I guess when Fox News goes to court, when they have the trial, they'll be able to say... You know, we've taken steps to remedy our situation by getting rid of the the uh, ground zero for propaganda, the lies. Putin's favorite broadcaster. Putin, well, I should call him, it's not a broadcast. He's Putin's favorite mouthpiece. That's it. So, yeah. I'm trying to find if there's any more celebratory quotes. This is a step towards accountability for the election lies. Who said that? Oh, that was Grossberg, the woman who's suing Fox. Yeah, all right. Everything sucks. Great, great. I'm looking at the time. So a couple of other things, just quickly. I know. I got to get better at time management on the show. But we will have a show on Friday, just so you remember. The first hour will be me, and then the second hour will be the author of... Where is it? Confessions of an Economic Hitman, John Perkins. And I'm looking forward to that conversation. All right, all right couple of things well you know i was gonna talk about well ted cruz is uh, a traitor we knew that one good thing though according to abby grossberg the the woman who's suing fox news who took the recordings of um of ted cruz and had the recordings of him plotting to overthrow the election they these recordings have been reco- have been uh, requested and delivered to Jack Smith. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up, Jack Smith. Please, Jack Smith, don't let me don't let me hang here. Don't let me down. Please, please. But Ted Cruz is already. I mean, what else do they do? They're gaslight. The gaslight the American people. That's all they have. And Ted Cruz is defending himself. Where is it? He tweeted. I have this tweet. 
this MSNBC clown, he's talking about, um, what's the guy's name? Ari Melber. This MSNBC clown, yeah, he's a clown. Not you, though, right? You're the one who's uh, who's a complete lick spittle to the man who called your wife ugly. But this MSNBC clown is breathlessly reporting that I secretly said in a phone call the exact same thing I said on national television the next morning. Actually, that's not true. So you can gaslight the dumbasses dumb enough to watch your podcast and believe the filth that comes out of your mouth. But when it gets to, when it gets right down to it, when, when Jack, well, let's explain yourself to Jack Smith. And then on the Senate floor, four days later. No, you didn't say that. You didn't say that you were going to form a commission to some bullshit commission to to go, make the election go through the these commissions that would invalidate the results. You filth. These people are filth. Did I mention that? Oh, God, let me live to see Ted Cruz get what's coming to him. I really, really need that in my life. Also, a couple other things I just want to mention because we don't have a lot of time and I'll, I'll probably hang the show up at around in around 20 minutes, let's say, because I'm I'm losing my voice. So, But I want to thank you for hanging out tonight. But um. Why is Clarence Thomas not resigned? Why hasn't he resigned? Why? Because he's he's got no integrity, like the rest of the Republican Party. They're n- he's not there to serve. He's there to make the rich richer and to destroy pesky democracy once and for all. We can get more into it, but you know, one of the th- he's a filthy liar, and he's got no. Uh, He's got no integrity, so he should go. He needs to resign. If he had integrity, he would he would have resigned already. Like others in his position have resigned when they have when their corruption have has been exposed. When it when their corruption is exposed, people with integrity resign. And of course they wouldn't have integrity if they were, you know, I mean, if they, they wouldn't be corrupt if they had integrity, but they, they're, they have a sense of embarrassment, you see, but Thomas doesn't have any of these things. He has nothing but self-serving power, that the need for self-serving power, grasping need for him and his wife to be in a, in a position where they can destroy democracy and have their asses licked at the same time. You see, that's what it is. Because if he had integrity, and, or if he had any respect for the institution that he pretends to, to serve. See, the, the thing with Republicans, the institution, they don't serve the institutions. The institutions serve them. So he's not going to let go of this. 
He's like, he's like George Santos. What's the difference? They're the same people. Given the, the, the different set of circumstances, you might as well have George Santos sitting on the bench. He wouldn't resign either. He's got no integrity because they don't think about, you know, because the system serves them just like the, it serves Tucker Carlson. It's not to serve the people. The people are nothing but hosts from which to suck profit to these Republicans, to the right. That's it. So when your corruption is exposed, you, you wait, you hold on to that position of power because it's about you. You will, not, you will not let go. You don't see the bigger picture. You don't care how it, it sullies the institution because the institution is there to serve you, to serve the individual. Not to, not, so you don't care. If the institution doesn't survive, that is, that's all, that's gravy to a Republican because they will get what they can as much as they can like parasites sucking on a host and making the 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 host sick that's all they do they suck and suck and suck like parasites until the body politic you know they're sucking on the body politic and the paras they're bloating themselves and eventually this body politic is is going to succumb to the disease but in the meantime they're riding high that's that's why clarence thomas will not resign he will not resign because what does he care it goes to show you how his entire career he he was a liar he's a disgusting a human being from the start. We knew he was unfit from the start, the way he behaved, the way, I mean, think about what we endured in his hearing, how he did, he pulled the old Republican dirty trick of uh, that. He's the victim, right? He's the victimizer, but he made himself the victim. Oh, why don't, uh, you know, these bitches shut up and let me sexually harass them. Not to mention he's unfit, right? That just goes, it speaks volumes about who he is as a person. He's unfit, but it also reflects on us. And he's, you know, he's, he's Uncle Clarence Thomas. He's, he was put there because he's got darker pigment. He's a dullard. He's a, he's a grasping, uh, he, it doesn't matter, you know, he doesn't have any, uh, relation or any, uh, he doesn't have he's not thinking about the the little guy he's that's why they like him that's why he's a human shield for republican bigotry so he had all he ticked all the boxes for them and you know he plays ball he is a corrupt scumbag and his entire history on the bench is evidence of that and now it's been exposed that everything he talks about Oh, all, everything that he says is a lie. So the the one thing is that, you know, he he said that he had to run it through. He had to go and ask people, should I report this $500,000 trip or whatever? And they said, 
Oh, no, no, you're cool. You're a cool guy. I thought if you're a judge, you know, anybody who doesn't have a degree with who has a shred of integrity looks at that situation and knows that's a no-brainer, bitch. Yes, of course you report it, you filth. But, of course, you know, now he's supposed to sit and judge us uh, 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 the on the most important issues of the day, but also, you know, according to the, the, the Supreme court has, it has no ethics, I guess the founders and whoever else, you know, never, they, they just couldn't imagine, uh, how, how gross today's Republicans cons, excuse me, how today's Republicans would be. So they didn't give them the 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 standards from of which or by which to uh, function under, but there's so that um, self-reporting is one thing. But then he also managed to break the law because there's the only one there's one uh, element of, of of by which he's supposed to uh, operate. And that is if someone specifically um, has dealings, has real estate dealings with this member of the Supreme Court, it's supposed to be reported. So, of course, he broke that law, right? Well, that's a law. It's not a, it's not a suggestion. It's not a, you know, it's nothing. It's not a nudge. It's not a pretty please. It's a law. He broke that. And then he lied because he's a Republican, and he said that, well, what does it matter? I don't, uh, I don't have any business. Harlan Crow, my my master, didn't have any business before the court, and that's a lie, of course. And according to more reporting, and I'm sure more is going to come out, Clarence Thomas helped kill an eviction ban that threatened Harlan Crow's business. Because of course he did. Of course. Why do you think Thomas and the rest of the right-wingers are on the court? They're there to ingratiate themselves and their friends. That's it. I say it all the time. Republicans are not in government for altruism. They're in government to write the laws to corrupt the government, to write the laws that will line their pockets, line their and their friends' pockets, and that's it. And that's why he's sitting on the bench, you know. Because when, if uh, democracy, pesky democracy, ever gets in the way, he'll have the last say on that too. So, um, I don't know how much longer are we going to take it. I wonder. Uh, but this better not blow over. It better not. Of course, Republicans will do nothing about it. If you, can you imagine if it were Elena Kagan or Sonia Sotomayor or or Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson, any one of the normal people on the court, what, what would happen? Of course, they would have resigned. And before that happened, 
the Republicans, we would not hear the end of it. That's why I know everything uh, with going on with the fascist coup happening, that it's like a fire hose of corruption coming from the right. But these, this Supreme Court is illegitimate and something has to be done. Meaning, either you know, expand the court or do something about it, which puts term limits on these people, puts ethics on these people. Of course, John Roberts, who is a scumbag, too, another illegitimate scum, uh, uh, is will not go to the Senate. He was called to answer for the the corruption on his court, on his disgraceful court, and he refuses to answer, even though, oh, because he's saying separation of powers. But what about advice and consent and checks and balances? You know, um, so the this court is out of control. They are illegitimate, and and I guess the consolation is that um, you know that the future generations, like everything else, like the right wingers, we're dealing with on in the ha- in the house, right, and and Trump and all the Trumpanzies running around. History will not be kind to them, just like history will not be kind to the Roberts Court. It's gonna this Roberts Court will be shorthand. It will be like. Benedict Arnold, right? That's shorthand for being a traitor. That when you say the Roberts Court, that's going to be shorthand for a corrupt court, sort of like gerrymandering. You know how these words come in, come into uh, existence or usage because of of an event that's uh, in, that's memorable, and that's what's going to happen with the Roberts Court. The he his this court is going down in history as the most illegitimate corrupt court in American history. Mark my words. And the last thing, we got so many things. And I also, I went to the eye doctor today. I'm getting new glasses. He put some stuff in my eyes. And my eyes are very cloudy. I guess it's that whatever I dropped they put in my eyes are feeling kind of tired I'm feeling I, I did a lot of things today that I had to get done I had to get my eyes examined I need my head examined I, wa- I need new eyes though really I wish I had new eyes where's the other thing I wanted to talk about Oh, yeah, well, I guess we could talk about... Where is it? Oh, brother. I can't take it. I cannot... Oh, well, I was going to talk about the trans... lawmaker that's been... who's been barred from the house. I think that's a longer conversation. Montana transgender lawmaker barred by GOP from the House floor because she stood up. She's the only transgender lawmaker, but this is what Republicans do. I guess this is kind of like an overarching, another example of their hatred of of democracy, diversity, 
they're targeting minority groups. And so just like with the Tennessee three, they have now elevated representative Zoe Zephyr to national prominence and good, good. They, they apparently now all of a sudden, this is another thing we, we need more time to talk about how the Republic, everything is an insurrection. Now you realize that this is how much, they that we have to be aware of Republicans uh, and their ongoing insurrection and their coup because they're trying to minimize the what they did on January 6th by calling protest, peaceful protest, an insurrection. And they're doing this. They did this to the Tennessee Three. They did this to Representative Zoe Zephyr, saying that she um, she spoke on the House floor. She reminded these monsters because they don't know what they're talking about, and they they're gonna kill children by ba- banning. You know how dare they ban medical procedures or or medi- any uh, uh, your your private business with your doctor how dare they you see i thought they hated big government i thought they loved freedom what part of freedom is um a a a republican joining a republican representative joining you in the doctor's office that's like dr oz remember he he said the quiet part out loud how uh, a a woman's a ch- the their their choice should be between a woman, her doctor, and local officials. Where the fuck do we live? That's a, that's right out of uh, um, Afghanistan, like right out of the Taliban. Because I mean, come on, where where in that equation does the woman fall? A woman, her doctor, and local political officials. Same thing. If you have a trans child and you want to ensure that that trans child lives, that you want to give the child the help that they need and and deserve because you love that child. You know, and the, the fact is, Republicans, they are so, they hate, I mean, they just hate everything. Uh, they hate minority groups. Trans people are the minority group du jour. But they're, they're, they talk about gender confirmation, of course, reassignment, you know. And wh- while they're talking, this is what they say because they disparage people. But, you know, they, they do not do gender confirmation surgery on children. That does not happen. So... Republicans do not know what they're talking about, but they don't want trans... They just want to vilify trans people. They want to give the dumbasses something to hate, something to target their their manias on. And who cares if kids gonna die? A couple of kids die, some kids kill themselves. Oh, well. Really, that's the truth. So while they're, they talk about the representative, uh, Zoe Zephyr, 
who got up and told these these fascists that they're gonna kill people and um wait i think i have her disallow the use of the medical care that is accepted by every major medical association if you disallow that care and don't allow people to to have access to that the only therapy left is either a meaningless or b conversion therapy which is torture intersex people exist trans people exist and this bill doesn't change that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very end of the bill, uh, the letter that says life-altering medical procedures should wait until they are adults. Um, what I will say is if you are, by this bill and by the, what these amendments do, if you are forcing a trans child to go through puberty when they are trans, that is tantamount to torture. If you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation, when you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. Amen. But they don't want to hear reality. They don't they don't want to be educated and they called her her speech uh, a breach of decorum. They called it an insurrection. Now everything's like decorum. So they banned her from speaking. So all of her constituents, they can go pound sand. Their problem, I suppose, is that they voted for a trans person when they should know their place and simply accept the Republican way being shoved down their throats. So here's here's the Montana, one of these uh, fascists, talking about decorum. This conduct cannot be allowed the conduct, to stand. The conduct, not their conduct, their hateful ignorant bills targeting minority groups, not that conduct. They're talking about the conduct of a representative who is educating them, saying, you're killing people. You don't know what you're talking about. She did it in a very respectful way, as far as I'm concerned. They just don't like it, that they don't want to see the blood on their hands. Well, it's there. We see it. We're trying to tell you right-wingers, but you don't want to hear it because you would you need a minority group on which to pour your manias and to direct your dupes to hate so they can pour their manias on. You should all be ashamed. Anybody who votes for these people, once again, that's the other thing. You know, you're targeting my, a minority group, and this is like and every time the corporate media goes out and interviews one of these, oh, I, I vote for, I like DeSantis. Shame on you. Shame on them. The, the corporate media should present this as, what's wrong with you? Why are you so hateful? Why are you targeting a minority group? Don't you re- know the, the lessons of history? You don't like trans people. You don't have to. Don't be a trans person. Mind your own business. Shut your mouth. But you're going to legislate against people that you don't understand and don't want to. Not that. And as if you need to understand. Sit down and shut up and go live your life. Live your life. Ever try that? Shut up and live your own life. Leave people alone. And now you're, uh, what about like, you don't, you can't get a a boner. So somebody's going to go in and say, you can't have a 
a, a Viagra or Cialis? You wouldn't like that very much, right? Somebody's going to go in and say, oh, well, you can't have your, your diabetes medicine because when your fat white boy lifestyle caught up with you, somebody's going to come in and tell you that you can't have that. Oh, nobody would dare, right? But because they feel untouchable. Just people. We, it's like this is, they're legislating what medical procedures people can have access to. Because they, they like freedom, you understand? They love freedom. They're free. The freedom to hate. The freedom to misgender people. So when she's here, here, here. Our constituents and our state deserve better. They deserve our full attention. And this institution and body deserve the respect of all its members. However, it has not been respected. And we must regain the decorum respected. of this body, not only now, but also to set precedent for the future. Deco decorum. How, what, how out of decorum was she? How that was disrespectful? No, it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. This, she's full of shit. Decorum. Because they don't want to be told that they're evil, and they are. So, but it's not out of decorum to misgender her, which is what they did, the Montana lawmakers. They misgendered their colleague. They did, you know, they do it because they are, they are filth. And uh, what about decorum, though? You know, decorum for me, not for thee. Oh, boy. One more quickie. Because I put it on the list. Where is it? Where am I? Where am I? Where are you? I lost you there. So Lauren Bobert went to, she spoke at a school, and the parents are kind of like annoyed at this now because she said, Lauren uh, offered herself, you know, banned from the bowling alley, the one who didn't graduate high school, who took, who passed her GED on the fourth tr try, probably because they gave her sympathy grade they were like just get this bitch out of here i can't take her with her stupid screaming about having her gun or something but she she went to the uh, local you know she said she was going to be nonpartisan. let me see so she visited a school and the parents are now annoyed because it says Lauren Bobert's visit to a rural Colorado school. Oh, God damn you. It just put up a paywall. I, ah. Well, here we go. Here's another one. How, Lauren Bo Bobert's visit to a rural school 
started a small revolt against the district. Disagreement seemed inevitable as U.S. Representative Lauren Boebert is a polarizing figure. No kidding. 500 votes. Shame on you for voting for her. Those 500 that put her over the top. Shame on you. You could have had an actual representative, not a clown. Not a sick clown. But the Dolores School District Superintendent, Reese Blinko, didn't think the issue would linger for as long as it has or turn quite as sour for his small community in rural southwest Colorado. Blinko, a principal, and other officials have been under fire for weeks from a group of parents angry and concerned that the district invited Lauren Bober to speak to several hundred students at Dolores Middle High School last month for a civics discussion that turned somewhat political. I wish there were video of this. Parents within the district say they were blocked from attending or watching the congresswoman's address when they voiced concern ahead of time and they were and they worried about the message that the bo- that hosting Bobert sent to the students. Can, this is a representative. Can you believe this? She's, I mean, she's unfit. We know this, but she shouldn't be in office if this is a problem. Like, if this is, she, she's unable to speak to children because she can't control herself. She said it was going to be nonpartisan discussion of civics and you know, how to run for office and things like that. But she, of course, turned it into a rant about stupidity, the stupidity that runs through whatever that is between her ears. Bobert has a history of espousing anti-LGBTQ views. She's called women weaker than men, criticized the separation of church and state, like I said, they hate America, made Islamophobic comments implying that a colleague in Congress might be a terrorist when, you know, of course, projection, confession, Bobert is a terrorist. We know that. She tweeted the location of the speaker during the riot. Did she, she asked for, was she one of who asked for a pardon? She one of them? Let me see, Lauren. Bobert. Pardon. Pardon. Oh, yeah, yeah. She asked for a pardon. Yeah. She's a traitor. Traitors. There's so many traitors. Domestic traitors here. I mean, well, I mean, domestic terrorist traitors. Political and religious experts say her Christian nationalist rhetoric presents a danger to the con- the to the country's democratic foundations because she's a fascist. This is about Bobert herself, the hate she spews and the policies she continues to support and put forward that vilify those who are different than her. Molly Cooper, a parent in the district, told the school board meeting during April thirteenth. That's perfect. Great. Good for her. Good for these parents for standing up. And Molly, 
um, what's her last name? Cooper also said, what about the, the LGBTQ kids? What about them? How are they supposed to take this when we have somebody who can't control themselves? You know, who's full, who's full of hate and bile. But there you go. That's why um, you do not let those who are banned from bowling alleys speak at your school. If you're banned from a bowling alley, what are you doing in the halls of power? All right. I'm losing my voice. I got to go to bed. What are you thinking, everybody? How's it going out here? Oh, my God. I got to block these people. You know, Rockfin is... There are so many assholes on Rockfin. I don't know what it is. This show is on Rockfin, but I, you know, I get these dumbasses on there. There's so many cultists and and fascists, horrible Trump and Z's, fake liberals who think that you know uh, Putin is right. It's incredible. All right, guys, guys, guys. Thank you for hanging out and become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevlin. Remember, on Friday, we will have John Perkins, author of Confessions of an Economic Hitman, on the show. Third edition is coming. I think it just came out, but I'll be looking forward to that one. All right. Yes, we're cruising into the Tarathon territory, but I got to go because I'm, I'm fading out now. My voice is failing and I'm tired. Tired. My eye drops. Whatever he put in my eyes is making my eyes foggy. So, all right, guys, listen, listen, listen. I will see you on Friday night at uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, hold on to your hats because we will, we will what? We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. I love you all. Thank you for your super chats and all your support. My name is Tara Devlin. It's been awesome seeing you tonight. And I will see you on Friday night. Ah, wrong. See, look. I timed it out so beautifully and then I messed it up. See you on Friday. <laughs>